0: welcome to tradutex portuguese lessons podcast ala i I'm lena and on this episode we're going to learn how do we say we have a headache and how do we talk about other types of pain in portuguese but just before that i want to let you know that tradutex portuguese lessons podcast is now on patreon Patreon is a platform where you can support the projects you like. So, if you're enjoying listening to this podcast, and if you would like it to carry on, you can also become a patron. And as a patron, you get a PDF with the highlights of each episode, pronunciation tips, written posts, audios and videos about the Portuguese language. You can get in touch with me every time you have a question related to Portuguese and you can even participate in a monthly live session with me. Go to www.patreon.com slash Tradutex and learn more about it. So, on today's episode, we're going to learn how do we say, for instance, I have a headache in Portuguese. So, first of all, the word for ache or pain in Portuguese is the word dor. A dor, como se escreve dor, d, o, r, dor, notice it's a feminine word, I know it's not very common in Portuguese to have a feminine word with this ending on OR, but this one is feminine, a dor, or we can talk about pain using the word in plural, that really doesn't make much of a difference, So, it's okay if you say a dor or, in plural, adding ES or in Portuguese ES, we can also say as dores. A dor, as dores. Vamos repetir? A dor, as dores. So now let's learn what, what type of verbs or which verbs do we use along with the word dor or durch if you want to express that you have, for instance, a headache or a toothache or an earache or any other type of pain. We can use three possible verbs. The first one is the verb sentir. Sentir. Sentir means to feel this one is the one i will going i'm going to insist less just because it sounds a bit formal in our daily life we would probably prefer to express the fact that we have some type of pain with the verbs ter to have or estar to be but still sentir is a possibility is correct, it's not strange, it just sounds slightly more formal. We will cover it too. So, the verb SENTIR is slightly irregular in the present tense. Being an IR verb, it happens a lot to many IR verbs, that the first person is irregular. The rest of the verb follows the infinitive and it uses the normal endings for an IR verb. So, let's just go through quickly the verb SENTIR in the present tense. So, although the infinitive is SENTIR, the first person is EU SINTO. You've noticed noticed the difference between the infinitive being SENTIR and then the first person being SINTO. What happened here is that although the infinitive starts with s e n the first person starts with s e n and that is why we call it an irregular verb the rest of the verb follows the infinitive and it's perfectly regular so let's go through the verb sentir together i will say each verb form and you can repeat after me eu sinto sente você sente ele sente ela sente nós sentimos vocês sentem eles sentem Elas so, we can use the verb SENTIR, for instance, to say I have a headache. And that would be EU SINTO DOR Remember, the word DOR is pain, and it is okay if you decided to use it in plural. It doesn't emphasize the pain, it's just an equivalent way to express the same thing. So, you can say, Eu sinto dor de cabeça. Cabeça meaning head. Head. So, pain of head. It's how we put it in Portuguese. So, let's do it again, the full sentence. Eu sinto dor de cabeça. Or, you can use the word dor in plural and say, Eu sinto dores de cabeça. And as I said, this is a perfectly valid way to express yourself in case you want to say I have a headache. But it's also true that maybe in daily life, colloquially speaking, we prefer the verbs TER and ESTAR. So, if you decide to use the verb TER, to have, you should say, eu tenho dor de cabeça. Or again, you can use dor in the plural form, eu tenho dor de cabeça. So so far we've learned two ways to express I have a headache. Let's repeat them. Eu sinto dor de cabeça. Eu tenho dor de cabeça. Although the plural of dor is also possible, now we're going to focus on the singular just to be easier for us to repeat and we don't have to do it always twice. But we also have a third possibility, a third possible verb to express the same. That would be the verb Shter. As you already know, Shter is the verb to be that we use to express things that are easily changed. And the fact that we have a headache, fortunately, is not a permanent situation. So, it's okay if we use the verb star to express that. But if you decide to use the verb star, it's important to have in mind that we need to add the preposition COM meaning WITH after the verb. So, instead of just saying like we did with the other two sinto DOR or TANHO DOR If you decide to use star. We need to remember to say "estou com dor." So, I have a headache. Can also be expressed with the verb "estar" followed by the preposition "com." "Estou com dor de cabeça." "Estou com dor de cabeça." So, let's repeat the three possibilities sinto, now I will leave the EU out, just to be a bit more natural. sinto dor de cabeça tenho dor de cabeça estou com dor de cabeça now I would like to focus now on the verbs TER and star. Let's leave uh, sentir out, but you know it's valid and normal, you can also use that one. So let's go through these two verbs and let's think about other common types of pain. If we are talking about certain common types of pain, this is the structure we need to follow. We need to follow the structure, saying the verb, ter or estar then we do the word dor, or the plural dors, that's also okay, then the preposition du, and then the body part that is hurting. And we do this, this structure, for the most common types of pain. And that will be headache, earache, toothache, a sore throat, a back pain, a belly pain or a stomach pain. Those pains, if we could say like this, will be the most common ones and for those we would use this structure dor, du plus the body part. So let's go through these most common types of pain with the verbs ter and star. We did, I have a headache. Let's now say that you, let's do the informal you this time, you have earache. Ear, in Portuguese, the inner ear is ouvido. But we tend to refer to an earache, we tend to use both, or we tend to use the word in plural. We talk about ouvidos, ouvidos. So what do we say to say you informally you have earache? Tu dor de ouvidos. Notice because du is then followed by a word starting with a vowel, we can run those two words together instead of saying du ouvidos that sounds a bit artificial. What we try to do is that we run those two together and we say Dovidos. There's no apostrophe or anything in Portuguese to do that, it's just a normal way to pronounce it. So you could split them, d'ouvidos, but that doesn't sound very natural. You can run them together, dovidos, And let's do it that way because that's the natural way to do it. Tu tens dor de ouvidos. Tu estás Com dor de ouvidos. So, don't forget, if you decide to use ESTAR, you need to add the preposition COM to it. Let's do it again. Tu tens dor de ouvidos. Tu estás com dor de ouvidos. Another one that is quite common is a toothache. And again in Portuguese, we prefer to use the word for tooth in plural. So the word tooth is dent, but here we will use its plural, dent. So let's say you, but this time a formal you, let's use a você. You, formal, have toothache. Você tem... Dor de dentes. Você está com dor de dentes. Let's repeat. Vamos repetir. Você tem dor de dentes. Você está com dor de dentes. Another very common type of pain is when you suffer from a sore throat. The word for throat in Portuguese is garganta. Garganta, gar-ganta. And again we will use the same exact structure. Let's say he has a sore throat. Ele tem dor de garganta. O ele está com dor de garganta. Vamos repetir um pouco mais rápido. Let's repeat a bit quicker this time. Ele está, dor de garganta. Ele está com dor de garganta. And we all suffer from back pain once in a while, right? So back pain, it's also a very common type of pain. The word for back in Portuguese is always plural. Back in Portuguese is costas. The back, as costas. So, if you want to say, for instance, we have back pain, let's say, nós temos dor de costas. O nós estamos com dor de costas. Vamos repetir um pouco mais rápido. Nós temos dor de costas. Nós estamos com dor de costas. And belly pain is definitely a very common type of pain. So, if I want to say you, this time plural you, like you guys, have belly pain, the word for belly is barriga, the belly, a barriga. So, you guys have belly pain, vocês têm dor de barriga. O vocês estão com dor de barriga. Vamos repetir um pouco mais rápido. Vocês têm dor de barriga? Vocês estão com dor de barriga? Notice I put VOSES together. I ran them together because VOSES ends with the sound SH and ESTÃO also starts with the sound SH. So instead of having a double SH, instead of saying VOSES with a little break in the middle, it sounds more fluent. If you say VOSES just use the same SH to put the two words together, vocês estão com dor de barriga. And just to finish this list of very, very common types of pain, let's also talk about a stomach pain. Stomach pain will be deeper and worse than just a belly pain. The word for stomach is estômago. The stomach? O estómago. Como se escreve estómago? E, S, T, O. Com acento circunflexo. M, A, G, O. Estómago. O estómago. So they have, let's say now they adds to a masculine they ils knowing that when we say ils that can also include the ladies or it could refer just to the men they have stomach pain ils têm dor de estômago again estômago and the du we can run them together instead of saying du shtomagu split them apart let's say shtomagu like if it's just one word ilsh tayay dor estão did you notice i did it again instead of saying ilsh estão don't don't split them Put them together. Eles estão. Eles estão com dor de estômago. Vamos repetir um pouco mais rápido. Eles têm dor de estômago. Eles estão com dor de estômago. Okay, so this is the structure we can use, and I repeat using the verb sentir is also okay. So, sentir dor de, ter dor de, estar con dor de. That is a great structure you can use every time you want to refer to these most common types of pain. What happens if you want to talk about more specific types of pain. So, if it's for more, most specific types of pain, we change a little bit the structure. Actually, you just need to change the preposition. So, instead of saying sentir, ter, or star con dor, de, we will change that de into nu or na, or even nos or nas, depending On the following word. Let's have a look at some specific examples. Let's say I want to express that I have pain in my left eye. So that's not a very common type of pain, that's quite a specific one. So you can start the same way using the three verbs we've learned. I can say Or again I could use the plural dores as we uh, learned before but let's keep it simple with the singular eu sinto dor or you can say eu tenho dor or even estou com dor but now after the word dor because we're talking now about a specific type of pain and not a general common one Instead of using the preposition d we will use the contraction between the preposition i plus an article. So that could be ein plus u and we get nu, or i plus a and we get na, or even the plural forms i plus us, nous, or i plus us, nas. That will only depend on the following word. In this case, that we were talking about the left eye, eye is OLHO olho, and that is masculine and singular, so I have to say something like SINTO DOR NU OLHO ESQUERDO left eye OLHO ESQUERDO or tenho DOR NU OLHO esquerdo, or even, estou com dor no olho esquerdo. So, basically, the only thing now you have to pay attention to, in comparison with the other structure we've learned, is the usage of the preposition. So, instead of using the preposition DE, we will now use the contraction between a and the definite article depending on the following words. So, let's have a look at uh, some examples. Here we could have many different types of examples, uh, depending on the body part we're we're talking to, but we will do again sentences to each personal pronoun. So, we did the first one, but we will repeat. Again, let's focus on the usage of the verbs TER and ster. So I will repeat these examples so you can repeat after me and focus on the pronunciation. Eu tenho dor no olho esquerdo. Eu estou com dor no olho esquerdo. Let's say now you, informal you, have pain in your nose. The word for nose is nariz, the nose, o nariz. Tu tens dor no nariz. Tu estás com dor no nariz. Vamos repetir? Tu tens dor no nariz? Tu estás com dor no nariz? What if I want to say you, but this time a formal you? So let's do a você. Have pain in your mouth. The word for mouth is boca. The mouth. A boca. Você tem dor na boca? Você está com dor na boca? Did you notice that because boca is feminine and singular, this time we're using na. Before we did no olho and nu no nariz, because both olho and nariz are masculine words, but now we have a feminine word, boca, and that is why we're using now na, na boca. Vamos repetir, um pouco mais rápido. Você tem dor na boca? Você está com dor na boca. What if I want to say he has pain in his chin? So we won't do the possessives here. I think you've noticed that when I said, uh, I have pain in my left eye or in your nose or in your mouth. When we did the Portuguese translation, we don't refer the possessive. It's not necessary. We could do it, but it's not the normal way that we would do it. The possessive is it's just understood that we're referring to my, or to his, or to your, depending on the personal pronoun we're using. So, let's leave all these possessives out. So, if I want to say he has pain in his chin, the word for chin is queixo, the chin. O queixo, como se escreve queixo, que... O é e, I x o caixo. So he has pain in his chin. Ele tem dor no caixo. O ele está com dor no caixo. Vamos repetir um pouco mais rápido. Ele tem dor no caixo. Ele está com dor no caixo. If I want to say, we have pain in our neck. The word for neck in Portuguese is the word pescoço. Pescoço. I know this is not an easy one to remember. Como se escreve pescoço? E S C. O. C de cedilha. O. Pescoço. Pescoço. So we have pain in our neck. Nós temos dor no pescoço. O nós estamos com dor no pescoço. Vamos repetir um pouco mais rápido. Nós temos dor no pescoço. Nós estamos com dor no pescoço. If you want to say you, this time plural you, so let's use the vocês. I'm talking about something like you guys, you all, vocês. You have pain in your right shoulder. Before we did left eye, olho esquerdo, remember? Now let's do right shoulder, so the word for shoulder is ombro, the shoulder, o ombro. You have pain in your right shoulder, let's leave the possessive out. Vocês têm dor no ombro direito. O vocês estão com dor no ombro direito. Vamos repetir um pouco mais rápido. Vocês têm dor no ombro direito. Vocês estão com dor no ombro direito. One last example, just to cover they. Let's do again the masculine plural. They, eles. They have pain in their chest. Chest in Portuguese is peito. The chest, o peito o peito. peito can also refer to breast and can be also it can also be used for animals like for instance chicken breast would be peito de frango but it's also the word for chest o peito so they have pain in their chest Il têm dor nu peito Eles estão com dor no peito. Vamos repetir um pouco mais rápido. Eles têm dor no peito. Eles estão com dor no peito. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. This episode is the last one we have in 2023. Último episodio de 2023. I wish you all a happy new year. Um bom ano novo. Um bom ano de 2024. And just before we finish, I have to thank to my dear patrons. I have to say this podcast wouldn't be possible without them. Because... My patrons give me the motivation I need to carry on. So muito muito obrigada. Francine Brown, Gita Barknowitz, Philip French, Rebecca Hunt, Carl Sperling, Petra Korf, Brenda Sebrecht, David Soto, Lindy Fock, Michelle Cubrosi, Jerry Ellis, Sandra Weimert, Karen Soars, Kenneth Pizisco, Ibrahim Albutawa, Hank Van Kahn, Karen Barnhoorn, Pauline Mansfield, Brenda Diana. Anne Granditch, Elise van der Flucht, David Bartin, Patricia Martin, Catherine dernford Vang, Miguel Plektovien, Artvelt, Ernst Scholta, Agnieszka Morozewicz, Kuchewska, Tatiana Krupnik, Ramones Plektus, Kim Noble, Tanja McKnight, Paula Klein, Laura Baditsk, Chris Brand, Meredith Richards, Micheline Huntley, Jess Hasselmans, Diane, Steve Batchelor, Josie Koopman, Lex Mui, Sneer, Susan Mas, Michael Machado, Molly Morton, Jaida Reigns, John Markfett, David Kirkham, Zarmig, Andy Effort, Rakesh Kupta, Paul Greenhalgh, Jim Chang, Matthew Brett, Kirsten Kunstam, Kunstmann, and Brandon Wallis. Thank you all for your support, thank you all for keeping my motivation high, muito, muito obrigada, Bom ano novo. Tchau. Até para o ano.